Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to today's installment of AutoLine Daily. It is Wednesday, January 23rd, 2013, and I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist, filling in for John, who's out beating on the new 2014 Subaru Forester. Later in the show, we'll see one feature on the car that really impressed him. Anyway, here's what's happening in the automotive industry today. As Europe continues to slump, automakers are taking action to stop the bleeding. Renault is asking workers to take a pay freeze this year in exchange for boosting production in France. In addition, the company is also seeking to cut 7,500 jobs through voluntary departures and workers' wages would increase by less than 1% the next two years. Union leaders say if they don't reach an agreement, the company will close plants in France. And in related news, GM may close an Opel factory two years ahead of schedule. Originally, the company planned to shut down its Bauckham plant, which makes the Zafira, in 2016, but that could be bumped up to the end of next year when a labor agreement is set to expire. A report from Ward's Auto estimates that Europe's annual overcapacity is at 3 million units. The city of Beijing announced new legislation to control air pollution. Under the new rules, drivers could face fines close to $500 if their vehicle exceeds emission limits and factories would have to shut down when smog levels are high. In fact, Hyundai had to suspend production at its Beijing facility over the weekend due to the high levels of air pollution. Now that President Obama has been sworn in for a second term, he is looking to replace several cabinet members, but he won't have to look for a new transportation secretary. Bloomberg reports that Ray LaHood will be staying at his current position for at least part of Obama's second term. Do you think that the navigation system on your phone is better than the one in your car? If so, you're not alone. According to a recent study by J.D. Power & Associates, fewer drivers are satisfied with their factory-installed navigation system. 47% of owners say they use a downloaded app on their smartphone for navigation, compared with 37% the previous year. The study also shows that six of the top 10 most frequent issues with factory-installed nav systems are with the input and selection controls. As I mentioned earlier in the show, John is in Arizona test driving the new 2014 Subaru Forester. One of the things that really impressed him was how the new all-wheel drive system works on super slippery surfaces. Okay, we're coming up to the ramp. It's a low mu surface like glare ice. Now we put on the brakes, hill holder is on. I don't have my foot on the brake, but after one and a half seconds, it goes backwards. Now we start going forward. The wheels are still locked, it's just that slippery for all the Now same thing. Now we have hill holder going downhill. No foot on the brake, I'm just gonna ease forward. And the car does it by itself. No foot on the brake whatsoever coming down.
On yesterday's AutoLine Daily, I talked about how I think GM just doesn't get how to properly market the Corvette. Coming up next, how I would fix the iconic sports car. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. As I stated yesterday, despite their protestations to the contrary, GM marketers not only don't get the Corvette, they don't even know where to begin to understand how to fix it. What would I do different? How about everything? The idea that a halo car will sell your other products is as old of an axiom that there is in this business. But that axiom has clearly run its course when it comes to Corvette and Chevrolet. Especially now that Chevrolet is going global with a mixture of funky fun small cars. What does Corvette have to do with Chevrolet when it really comes right down to it? Nostalgia? That doesn't count for much in this, the most competitive market in automotive history. The Corvette should have a higher plateau to aim for, which is why I'd make Corvette a brand unto itself. If GM can position Cadillac and Chevrolet as global brands, then the Corvette deserves to be a global brand too. Next, I would completely upend the Corvette product portfolio. Instead of multiple variations of one Corvette, I would have three Corvettes. And I'd like to thank Josiah Lacola for his scintillating illustrations, by the way. My new Corvette lineup would look like this. First, I would introduce an all-new 2016 Corvette Stingray. Not to be confused with the current car, this will be the entry-level Corvette that the non-boomers are clamoring for. And no, you won't find any reptilian nightmare design influences here either. Imagine a car with a footprint longer, wider, and lower than the discontinued Solstice Sky Twins, but with a fresh design that would harken back to the original 59 Stingray. Available in a Roadster only, this car would have a twin-turbo V6 with 375 horsepower, 7-speed manual only gearbox, 50-50 weight distribution, an aggressive fun driving dynamic profile, and a target curb weight of 2,800 pounds. And round taillights, of course. Price, $39,995 base, with minimal option packages available. It would come in at $49,995 fully loaded. Second would be the 2016 Corvette SS. This would be the newly introduced C7 with about 25% of the overwrought surface detailing removed, meaning a complete rethink of the side vents and associated detailing would be undertaken, and the back end would be completely redesigned to include round tail lights and a more subtle seduct seductiveness without compromising its GT racing mission. This would still be the mainstream Corvette, one that the Corvette faithful would be very happy with on a day-in, day-out basis. And finally, I'd like to introduce you to the 2018 Corvette Chaparral. Yes, you heard that correctly, the Corvette Chaparral. This is the car that the Corvette faithful have been clamoring to have for decades. This would be a clean sheet, mid-engine Corvette for the ages, with Jim Hall's blessing, of course. This machine would boast every ounce of GM technological know-how, plus every current and future trick in the book available. Carbon fiber chassis and body structure, with the use of advanced techn technical materials throughout. Twin turbo direct injected 800 horsepower LT1 V8 with hybrid assist. 10 speed dual range sequential automatic, rear biased all wheel drive, and an extremely limited production cadence of 1,000 vehicles over a 42 month build sequence. No excuses and no what ifs. A car that would be mentioned with the other supercars of the world as a matter of fact, 
not as a matter of surprise. The Corvette Chaparral would have it all and then some. Price point? $175,000. It stated mission beyond, of course, giving Corvette enthusiasts their ultimate fantasy to kick Audi, BMW, Honda, McLaren, and Porsche's ass at Le Mans and deliver the first overall win for an American manufacturer since 1969. This product portfolio would accomplish several things. An entry-level Corvette would address the younger demographic elegantly and emotionally, while adhering to the legacy of one of the all-time great cars. Secondly, it would give the Corvette, now Corvette SS, some breathing room to be better. And finally, the Corvette Chaparral would put the new global brand Corvette on the map. I believe that the Corvette deserves better, much better. Here's to the idea of a future for Corvette that exceeds even my most colorful imagination. And that brings us to the end of today's AutoLine Daily. Once again, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist, and that's the High Octane Truth for Wednesday, January 23rd. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.